Hello, and welcome to the EKU School of Business 5Q series. I'm Mike Hawksley, and I'll be your host for today. In this 5Q podcast series, we have a chance to get to know our colleagues, our students, our graduates, and all of our friends of EKU Business. We have a chance to hear from people who believe in EKU, from people who have a dream and find a way to realize that dream, and to hear from seasoned business professionals. And with this opportunity, we want to engage our students and our future students and all of our stakeholders to give some insight on what goes on behind the scenes inside the School of Business. We want these interviews to act as an oral history, describing what went on in years past, what we're working on today, and what we hope for the future. But first, this podcast is brought to you by the Eastern Kentucky University School of Business, housed in the beautiful Business and Technology Center on EKU's main Richmond campus, the EKU School of Business, graduating the most coveted business students in the region. Our undergraduate and graduate degree programs have produced global leaders and innovators. Are you the next great business leader? It's a great day to be a colonel, a business colonel. Thanks, Allison. It is indeed a good day to be a colonel. And now, before we start, a salute to those that serve in the past, present, and future. Colonel's orders. Fire the cannon. And now, let's get on with our five cues. Today, we're getting to know one of our staff members from the College of Business and Technology. We're here today with Ms. Teresa Harbert. Hello, Teresa. Hey, Mike. Thanks for being with us. We'd like to get to know you a little better, and to that end, I'd like to ask you five questions. First, we'd like to know a little about your background. Start with where you grew up and tell us a few things about your life or your education. Well, I was born in Arizona, Tucson, Arizona, but I really grew up most of my life in Lexington, Kentucky, except for one year we spent in Papua New Guinea. My father was a professor of political science at UK, and he did a sabbatical there. Um, Then after that, when I was 19, I moved back to Arizona to find myself. I wasn't there, so I came back here. I married a Kentucky boy, and here I've been ever since. Starting to feel like home then. It is starting to feel a little bit like home. Very good. Well, Arizona's loss is our gain. We're glad you ended up back here with us. Well, thank you. In what area of the college do you work, and how did you begin your career here at EKU? Well, currently I work in the dean's office, and I take care of budget items. You're a budget specialist. I'm a budget specialist. Uh, People ask me what I do, and I tell them that mostly I pay bills and add numbers. But there's a little more to it, work with grants and things like that. When I first started EKU, give you a little more background, I had done many things growing up. I'd gone to a little college here, a little college there, done a number of jobs, and then I started painting houses and fell in love with that, and I painted houses for 10 years and felt like it was like going out to play but getting paid for it. But then I started to get a little older, and uh, my husband and I had a business painting houses for a couple of years. Then when we decided to get out of that, I found myself looking for a job and ended up applying here at EKU and was hired in what was then the Student Success Institute by Kate Williams. And I remember distinctly when they interviewed me, I told them that computers would be my worst area, but that I could learn anything. And I'm very thankful that Kate believed me and hired me. Working here at EKU has been incredible on-the-job training for me. I went from being unable to save 
a file to a disk, which was something you did back then. We don't back, do that anymore. Back in the old days. Back it's been a while. Back in the old days. Um, but I didn't know how to do that. Didn't know how to do email. And now I'm pretty proficient with Excel and all the Microsoft Office programs. I uh, even learned desktop publishing and did the layout for an entire textbook. So none of those things would have been possible for me without someone here at EKU having given me the opportunity to show what I could do despite my lack of previous experience. Somebody has to give you a start. Absolutely. And I think the opportunity for ongoing education, the opportunity for us to learn new things, to learn new skills and, and take on new tasks, and it, in broadening your horizon and broadening your skill set, you're just opening yourself up to new opportunities. Back when I came to know you, you were the administrative assistant for the MMIB department. Right. Yep. And then the opportunity to be the administrative assistant for the associate dean for the School of Business at that time opened up. And then after that, the opportunity to move just down the hall to be budget specialist opened up. So it's all worked out very well. It has very well. Third question. Imagine you're walking down a beach and stumble over a lamp. You rub the lamp and magically receive one wish for EKU. What would that wish be? Well, honestly, this is not a great visionary wish, but like a lot of us right now, uh, my wish would be that we had better funding. We all have the same common goal that we want to present the best education as well as the best campus experience we can for our students. Within that, and I really honestly think it all ties together, we also want the best working environment for the faculty and staff here at EKU because one affects the other always. So that would be what I would hope for for EKU so that we would be financially better able to serve the needs of our students, staff, and faculty. Very good. Question number four, what knowledge or skill do you wish you had mastered before starting your career? Oh, that one's easy. Time management. Uh, that one is, that, that's a huge thing, and we get so busy just doing all the things that we need to do that I still struggle with slowing down long enough to figure out the best and most efficient way to do those things. So that would be the one thing, the biggest thing for me. I'm with you there. Time is a precious commodity, and it seems like if you're not mindful of it, it flitters away far too easily. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a good answer. Question number five. If you could give an incoming freshman advice about living and learning here at EKU, what would it be? Well, I have a couple of things. One of them goes back to what I was saying about having really no office or administrative type experience when I started here at EKU, and that is to be proactive. The term critical thinking is used a lot on a college campus, and when I first started hearing that, it really didn't speak to me that particular term, but the way I think of it is problem solving. So if, if you're in a situation as a student and you don't know the answer to something, it is never a shame to say, I don't know. In fact, learning to say, I don't know, is critical in your success in life. However, follow I don't know with, but let me find out. Let me figure this out. If I had not stepped up to the plate in the positions that I've had, when someone asked me if I could do such and such a thing and said, no, I can't, I've never done that, but let me try it, I'm sure I can figure it out, 
then I wouldn't be where I am today. That's the one thing in all of life, but, but also in a work thing, in a school thing, assignments, whatever it is that you're dealing with. The other thing, I think of it more as on a whole life side of things, is something I learned in a class many, many years ago that has always stuck with me, which is that there are three parts to any action. There's anticipation, there's realization, and then there are consequences. And the farthest lasting are the consequences. So when you're thinking of doing something, and sometimes we get our mind on something, we're all excited about this thing that we're going to do, and then we do it, and it's great, and then, uh uh-oh, what are the consequences? And a lot of times they're unintended and unexpected consequences. So think through things before you do them. Think about looking back on whatever you've done for years to come, and then choose wisely. That's a great approach. I think you've got a good answer there. Well, Ms. Harbett, thank you very much for being here. We appreciate the time you spent with us today. My pleasure. Thank you, Mike.